0: It's alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: It's alive! It's alive! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room!
0: I love you. I know.
2: Go! the What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. milk was a
1: bad choice hello and welcome to another episode of how to be a movie snob i feel like I should have be talking in either a french accent or a british accent or somewhere in between i want to hear both i will try to a offend everyone
2: in that Austrian, area
3: yeah Lemon exactly right oh equal opportunity of
1: every as long as as Someone in the war that made the ridiculous language that is the Queen's English gets offended. I'll be happy. I'll be very, right. very, very, much right. Quite right. Pretty sure it's so one of our listeners anyway. <laughs> so this film, we have a film, guys. Guess what, listeners? We watched, we watched, a, watched movie. a movie. This may surprise you, but we went out. Hi. We did it and we are going to talk about it. Today right now for your very your fulfillment. That's That's where I'm going It's
3: like Kermit. <laughs>
1: it was trying to be Robin Williams and a little Aladdin, but oh. you know, ah, I can't do that. Um yeah, yeah, so we'll do a little first thing, um just so the listeners get to know us a little bit. Uh you guys been watching anything lately? Anything else besides the movie that I assigned to you or else on penalty of shame. Yeah. Cause you know what I've been watching? <laughs> what are you? been I've been watching a lot of F one, folks. Oh. <laughs> I know it's super surprising. Oh. I
3: just I got know. done watching Red Rose on Netflix.
1: Ooh, how is that?
3: Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Okay. Solid. Solid creepiness. Oh. A little suspensey. Yeah,
2: it is that time of year.
3: A little bit of twist. I've been uh.
2: Yeah, been watching a lot of horror.
3: Yeah, you got late. this. Is the month. Yes, well, it
1: Most isn't for you, listeners. Maybe. Listeners, this is probably November, but for us, it's still October.
3: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Sorry about yeah.
2: that. But yeah. I've been trying to churn through all that, you know, the time of year has to offer horror-wise.
1: Oh, please, please what, what have you gone through this, this week or two? I'd love to hear this, Pat.
2: Um, no One's Going to Save You is a Hulu alien nice. one. That was interesting. The Blackening, um, which mm. I came out last year. But yeah, I actually yeah. really enjoyed. Uh, that's on Max. No, I watched. What did I watch? You hey, Max. Fine, YouTube, buddy. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, but that was that was pretty funny. Um, you know, slasher satire. Good. Race centric in a way that, as a very white guy, I felt okay about. Which you know. Good. Good. I think that was fine.
0: <laughs>
2: I think
1: that was intentional. Uh. uh what else? I don't know. Quite a few things. That's cool. I've been watching the show Community a little bit. Jumped mm-hmm. back into oh, that. And um, I adore Abed so much and all of his movie references. It is more fun to watch now that I do this podcast. I'm not going to okay. lie because I know... Basically every You're reference he has. As nerdy as he is. Oh, it's yeah. so good, and just you just miss it cause I think I did were...
3: two seasons and stopped.
1: Well, after I think it's season three or season Maybe. four, where you lose Chevy Chase and Donald Glover, which is like yeah, heartbreaking. Been... But I have to say there are um, still gems upon gems after that. Like they have a whole claymation episode. No, two claymation episodes.
2: Dan Harmon left. The show, I think, in season three, mm. and then maybe came back season four. Or five. I think it came back. Season there's kind of a weird four or five. Yeah, there's a weird, not as great season. Yes. Oh, um, that might have
3: been when I trailed off. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's I think my community really
2: just has very high highs. Oh, you know, it's like so the good. Pay, the paintball episode. Oh. Uh,
1: the Fort episode Fort, Oh my goodness. So good. The one where he's playing a movie inside a movie for his birthday, like that was just <laughs>
2: <laughs> So yeah, good directing because <laughs> like Oh uh, no. So that's
1: yeah. been my a little it's been a little like, oh, hey, <laughs> being a movie snob helps me enjoy other aspects of media. So that was a little insider there for you. Okay, folks, but let's get back to the point at hand. Enough with us. I mean, we're great and all, but you, you know what just else is go great?
3: On and on, we don't have time for this. We don't have time for this movie.
1: We just want to talk about ourselves. Uh, but this movie is a doozy, Mariah. We yeah. I feel like we have to uh, really.
2: I agree with dooziness.
1: Yeah, jump in. So this movie uh, is not just about a pair of uh, clothing, but no. so much more. This came out the same year. Oh, please, please help! I'm correct on this. As the another best movie, years of our lives, and. A movie we've also. Oh,
3: you know. You know, the one we watched. Whatever. Wonderful Life.
1: Uh, It's a wonderful life. A
3: lot of movies came out this year. This was a
1: great year of movies. It was a really great Like the Oscars for this year in movies was Jam Pat. This movie is uh, a a dancing movie. Quite a bit of dancing. Quite a bit of dancing. Quite a bit of dancing.
3: Dance centric. Um, And
1: this movie is (sighs) sad. It is also possibly a possibly sad yeah. movie.
3: It has some sad parts. Or is it? It is wants it? to be sad. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ooh, that it goes. Well folks, if you haven't guessed it, we are talking about the nineteen forty
3: eight.
1: Forty eight the red shoes the red shoes thank you mariah for all things numbers that is the money maker mariah (laughs) and
3: And she's gone see you
1: next week mariah yeah as always folks we start with hot takes and cold brews and coming first from seattle washington home of your seattle
2: supersonics
1: once upon a time
2: maybe again someday someday uh yeah so for a movie that was so reliant on visuals, I think it did way too much telling and not enough showing. Uh, that's, my, oh, that's my hot take. That's interesting. Hmm. We can dig into that. We can okay. dig into what that means.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, that's my take. This is
1: the, My hot take is this is the best dance movie ever made. As usual, I go positive. Pat goes negative, but this everybody is everybody
3: thinks that I
1: know it's, it's not a hot t- well. You know, why it's a hot take to me because I didn't know that I thought like singing in the rain was the best dance movie of all time because we actually said that for our singing in the rain episode. So, the only reason it's a hot take for me is because I didn't know this makes singing in the rain look like a musical.
3: Yeah, I guess my hot take is Hans Christian anderson's stories are not for children. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> truth. At all? Because
1: uh, this was not as bad as the Hank Christian Harrison version.
3: No, no. yes, no, that very was much weirder, more <laughs> grim. gross.
1: Oh, do you know that? Do you know the? How does that one end? They 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 reference it in the film, right? They no, oh, no. Feet off. Scorsese chopped talks her feet about off. It. That's right. They oh they my gosh, chopped her feet
3: off to get her to be able to stop dancing, and she tried to go to church. And the shoes with her feet still in them, danced in front of the door and wouldn't let her enter church oh, that would have been a so couple easier. times <laughs> <laughs> so she Under-numb. so she finally gives up trying to go to church and stays at home and prays and someone an angel sews up and sends her anyway she gets to go to heaven, and they don't ask her anything about the shoes. <sighs> she was really Not a spoiled quite. brat. That's why she lost her feet. That's why mm. she had the shoes dance Parents, and-
1: Don't spoil your kids, or they're gonna lose their feet. I'm not sure. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's not quite how this one worked out. No, but, you know, well, pretty
1: close though. I don't know. I feel yeah. I feel kind of same. similar shoes. Similarity. Someone
2: dies.
1: Yeah, pretty much. My,
2: oh my! I have, a, I have a secondary hot take: Ooh. is I liked this better as Black Swan. Oh, <laughs> that was it. I was actually gonna go there. Be I was like, I
1: was, I was, I was gonna say, you know, this was better when Nellie Portman did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the real black swan with red shoes. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I liked it better as Whiplash. Mm. Mm. Ah, yeah, sure. Yep, same, same. Stretchy. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All right. Next up, uh, our this is no, unsponsored. Oh, sorry, I gave away the joke already. Sponsored by no one. This is the summarizer, unsullied by sponsorship since 2022. Mariah, what the heck happens in the Red Shoes? You already gave us a summary of the, the story, which is gruesome.
3: Yeah, that the ballet is based on Ugh. in the movie. Uh, the ballet. ballet. Yeah, we've got some youngsters, you know, looking to make it big as a dancer, as a mm. composer.
2: Ah. A lot of young... 36-year-old college students. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, for real.
3: 36-year-old, 19-ish-year-old. <laughs> uh, trying to make it big. Uh, so the movie starts out. There's a performance and the professor is the conductor in it. And they can't wait to hear his new music. Well,
2: he's the composer,
3: the composer. So the students it, show yeah, up, Not the, conductor. the music starts, and some of this music sounds very familiar to one of the students. Wah, wah. It's been taken away from him. Stolen. Stolen. So he gets up and walks out. Also in the theater that night is a young dancer who wants to be a ballerina.
1: Mm, As we all do.
3: Yeah. So.
1: Pat, you know what I'm
3: talking about. They both end up talking to the old head of the company guy and he says, well, I'm starting this. I'm doing a new ballet based on the Red Shoes. I want you to compose it. I want you to dance or show up and dance in yep. the company. She ends up getting the part. He ends up composing it. They become famous together. They also fall in love, which hmm. which the head guy hates.
2: Cannot Dan yeah. love fought, no. in the company?
3: No, because he ruins lost everything.
2: Everything hates it. He's not
3: wrong in that, by the way.
2: Well, very early on, there's a lot of like. This needs to be the most important thing to you.
3: There's a lot of emphasis. It's the most important thing to me, yeah.
2: <laughs> and so that's why love is no good.
3: Yeah, you must in the end, she has to make a choice. Does she keep dancing and become the best dancer she can be at the best company she can dance at, or does she stay with her new husband and kind of be a little supportive of him, I guess? And dance, dance a little bit.
1: Yeah. Don't dance it's, as much, maybe.
2: Yeah, it gets real like sketchy once we get to that point. Yeah, where yeah. Where it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. The Why point, point where they're both so super narcissistic,
3: about... <laughs> egotistical, abusive.
1: um I yeah. the other movie that this is is a Star is Born.
3: An American in Paris.
1: This is a Star is Born for dance, and that's probably. What my hot take should have been because mm, the whole time i was watching mm. it, i'm like hey old guy young gal but then it was like two people but still kind of the same plot so yeah
3: Some anyway b- she seemingly makes a choice to dance and then on her way to the stage she changes her mind well
1: because boyfriend comes in oh husband excuse me husband comes
2: in she and just says,
3: can't take the pressure so why, she runs on outside jumps in front of a train and dies,
2: or do the shoes? Or do the oh, shoes?
3: you took that hot take her? already, because
1: that's that's uh yeah. Spe- the
3: there's a lot of shoes. speculation about: did she kill herself, or did the it shoes a, take her out?
2: Much like Black Swan, this is semi horror, and it's the shoes are serial killers, mm-hmm. and yes. they'll find another dancer down the road until yeah. they hear like, yeah, okay, yeah. That's kind of what happened with a lot of dancing in the middle of it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The 17 minute sequence.
2: The famous
3: 17 minute
1: sequence. I just have to say, though, what year did Singing the Rain come out?
3: In the 50s.
1: Before. So when I saw this, I'm like, oh, Singing the Rain is trying to do this. Well, yeah, the
3: long segments came after and they were incorporated in lots of movies.
1: And this is so much better. Yeah, 52. Like, 50. this is so much better in general as a weird thing. Yeah. That's just so oh, a different level. It's a level. weird
3: thing. A and Gene Kelly's the one weird. that used it the most in his... Yes. I mean, it's in Singing in the Rain. It's in American in Paris. It's in Brigadoon. It's in whatever else. But he really liked that.
2: Yeah. I was impressed with how they went full weird. Yeah. Full. Like well, in they, ways that work and ways that don't they used like, we're pushing this They
3: used music. a painter as the art director Never done that before
1: So good, so good uh, Yeah, Pat And how, let this him is make an, all those decisions This is an animated film How do you feel about that?
2: Uh, Very artistic yes, storyboard it's an animated film Without like a story artist <laughs> Yes There's not really uh, a plot Right, like there's not <laughs> really. There's characters with motivations, and there's a ton of wonderful visuals and beautiful dancing. Mm-hmm. But like, you kind of get from the beginning to the end, and you're like, "What happened? What were the arcs these people went on? What have we learned?" It's two, what, you know, it's
3: two stories based on a ballet based on a book. It's like yeah, two kind of simultaneous a really happy lovey one and a very dark
2: you know I, I yeah, and I felt so like they didn't really connect in a meaningful way that's where I, I get to like the, the movie for as visual as it was they had to be like you know tell me what what's the most important thing to you yeah. and she's like dancing <laughs> and you, yeah. you're like okay but like you didn't like she showed up to practice early one time She had
1: an amazing performance in the rain at some small theater, so she obviously loved to dance.
2: Yeah, because she would do it at any old slum or something. It It felt like I didn't see her commitment to dance. And until the very end, she seemed perfectly resigned in a lot of ways, to like, well, no, you're a jerk. I don't really want to be around you. Mm -hmm. And you kicked my husband out of the show for no good reason. Yep. And yeah, I'll dance. I'm not dancing as much as I want to. But then it it became so weird because it's like, oh, he's letting her back in. Meanwhile, apparently, she did this on the DL. Yeah. And... Like was gonna <laughs> hide the fact that she was in this major ballet.
1: You know, I feel better um, about my relationship with my wife when I watch this movie. I'm like, you know, we we talk, you, we communicate okay. We, there's a lot yeah, less got secrets got less, going yeah. on he here.
2: Abandons his opera, his opening, opening train, of his opera. Yeah, yeah. To take a train to another country doesn't tell her he's and, coming. Well, and they obviously aren't talking. She doesn't dance, and then it became like. And then she throws herself off a building. It just escalated so fast to the point where I was like.
1: Real quick. Okay.
2: And Lemontob, you're like, yeah, he's been kind of a jerk the whole time. But the husband and her were insane out of nowhere. Well, she
3: was in denial. Yeah. And he was getting whatever he he wanted until that last part where he's like, whoa, hold the phone. We could get on a train right now. We're going. Oh, no, we're not going. Okay, bye forever
2: yeah yeah this is the end I'm gonna leave you yeah
3: I think she was majorly in denial and I think when she has the confrontation with him before she quits she says I never thought I would want to do anything other than dancing I never thought I could want more and here and is about to say but now I have you know both things and he's like no
2: (laughs) but also she never emoted until the no. end outside of when she was dancing right it was never like that scene in a modern movie would have been like tears and like <laughs> being like you see how much this mattered to her but what we got was like yes i really love to dance you know and you're like <laughs> okay hey i guess british I
1: you. people have less emotive Yes. presence all right it's just uh-huh. a little more subtle uh this which, reminds me which, of
2: which is maybe fair but like <laughs> but then you throw yourself off a of building on into yeah. an oncoming i mean train. i don't
3: condone that mm. piece i think maybe it was the shoes but i do kind of identify with that everything's fine everything's fine everything's fine Yeah. Exactly. until all of the emotions you've ever repressed in your yeah, life come that's out fair. But yeah, I don't think jumping off in front of the train was a good call. I kept thinking about
1: La La Land and thinking, just one of you compromise. Why do you both have to freaking go all the way? You can compromise. You go to your shows. You go to your jazz club. And that's what yes, I thought the whole time of this, too. I'm like, this is the problem yeah. with American cinema and relationships. It's yes. all or nothing. Folks. What
3: are the chances opening night <laughs> of the replaying of Red Shoes and his composition the very first night? happened to happen on the same day
2: what are the chances not was she not gonna go to his show she planned this vacation yeah with her aunt and she's gonna be there for two weeks so he was already gonna ditch his opera opening there's just a bunch of like (laughs) what is happening what is going on right now and so again like that to me is like uh, as much as i actually really enjoyed uh, certainly you know the animation side of things like how much they pushed the dance and they played with yeah. timing and they're speeding oh. up the film and slowing things down. Like there's a ton of cool visuals. Yeah, so much cool. We'll talk
1: about that soon. Yeah, for sure.
2: It's, it's great. It just was like, and he was doing, like, I, I thought his character felt more consistent and real throughout, but which one, the, Craster, the, the
1: director or the composer? Lamontov,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah Lamontov, you know, he does yeah. his, he does this dramatic, I'm going to smash this mirror scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then early the on, in.
1: I was thinking about this, of like his, his arc towards them, when they were screaming at each other, when the, the composer and the gal were screaming at each other over how the beat should be, he was like Charlie Chaplin giggling in the corner. Like he's like... <laughs>
3: <"Well>, <laughs> this
2: is amazing. That this was is... him being like, yes, this is the kind of like creative artistic fighting we need for this to be the best thing it is yeah and little did he know he was making them fall in love Um, little did he know backfire also that kind of came out of nowhere like they set, they set it up like you're going to be playing the music for her at every meal and they showed us that for like two minutes yep and then we jump cut to like their all sleeping with a sleeping like coach driver. Oh, that was so funny. Through the country, don't like, wake up oh, the coach driver. Who's now? driving this? Oh,
1: uh, shouldn't you wake up the driver? Yeah, the I
2: think
3: those horses <laughs> are very dependable. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I going. would
1: wake him up no matter how tired he is. That's yeah. his job.
2: Yeah. I was, I, so I would go back, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess they're in love. Fine,
1: yeah. I, I still think all of this goes back. I feel the ill fated lovers in movies it's it's so dramatic and it's like how it has to be for some reason. From Romeo and yeah. Juliet to the latest iteration of A Star is Born it has to be so dramatic. It has to be you choose me or you choose whatever your dream is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is never it's very bowed. black and white to those dreams. people. You
1: can't yeah. have your dreams and the woman or the man of your dreams. No. It just doesn't work. You've got to pick one or mm-hmm. the other and so you
2: can't have it all you can't
1: have it all or or you gotta oh yeah so all of that i was like well that's the same ridiculousness but i do like how love is just stupid like that's how (laughs) i feel like i agreed with the bad the villain the villain i don't know if you call him the villain i'm like oh yeah yeah no love is childish and it gets in the
2: way (laughs) but he did i mean he did become a villainous over the course so, again yeah, like i think it the best arc in that like he became monstrous and like giggly and you know extra with <laughs> like i think she came back and he's going ah, and he, like, yeah yeah like and, i did and, it. like almost did goofy it. like just so gleeful about this thing working out the way he wanted yeah and just like yeah leave him you'll you'll be better off and it's just like bro like tonic damn yeah but I, like i i appreciated that and i just i feel like you know he ended up being our lead i think that, that was kind of the other weird thing like who was the real protagonist and i guess there's three leads you know you could argue which is fine but i felt like we saw his journey the most right because they left his and her the city. Yeah.
1: i would say the composer the least yeah because the composer is the one you like I mean, yeah, he followed, but really, it's him and her. It felt almost like a dual, a love triangle story. Mm-hmm. Like it was those two, yes. and it never did go there. By the way, which I always thought it kind no. well, of would. Like.
3: No, it was never romancy.
0: No, but it was romantic. It was possessive. It
3: was
1: possessive. Or, or, it was but, yeah, possessive. A yeah. Was love. Love is maybe the wrong way to put it. Love triangle. Yeah, it's possession triangle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So do we there's so many ways we to talk go about numbers yeah let's talk about numbers talk about how does how does film do ryan
3: well it it went over budget you guys Yeah. yep oh the no. budget was that's super surprising for a... i'm trying to find where i lost that it was like three hundred thousand pounds or something and it ended up costing over 500 and it went Probably a couple months longer than it was supposed to I think it was supposed to be like a 15 week shoot And it ended up being in the 20 some weeks
1: Not the worst
3: Um, And it was a slow start Mm -hmm. Once it was released Because they didn't have a lot of faith in it They didn't put any money into Promoting the movie
1: They lost a lot of money on Cleopatra Right before that Yeah.
3: So they were jaded a bit But it just hung out there, you know, it was weeks and weeks and weeks and people really started, you know, to love it. And and then it kind of took off and the U.S. released it in 51, I believe.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Did I read that like they left the original prints like out on a dock in the rain or something? Like how little they cared about it? Like, Oops. That's so crazy, especially yeah. about how expensive well, they tried it to, was.
3: Yeah, they tried to bury it. They were like, "Eh, anyway." Uh, but yeah, turned out it. I think it ended up making pretty good money. Five million, after, in the end,
1: it's not bad. Yeah, the no promotion American.
3: I can't convert the pounds from forty-eight to. American dollars 48 because I'm not willing to do the research. Yeah, that's true. But you if, any, if anyone wants to, I'm not willing
2: really to go to that
3: app. I'm not gonna. No.
1: Or just
2: ask Google. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: How much was 1948 pounds to 2023 dollars? <laughs> that's too much work.
3: <laughs> rounded to the nearest 15. Yes. No, that,
1: that was very interesting that it was kind of a slow burn. I, I like that too. I feel like. So many fun movie, like um, oh, the 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 best prison movie of all time, um, Shawshank
3: Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. That was a slow burn Cold when anime. it came out.
1: No one ever. No, I don't remember any of us seeing it in theaters when it came out. No, no, We're it was talking like about. TNT. Yeah, and but then,
3: we sure liked it later.
1: But then we all like, oh, it's so great. But the year it came out, no one wasn't even Oscar buzz. Like I think mm-hmm. it got it got yeah. it got nominated, but no one cared. And then, mm-hmm. but this one did get a bunch of oscar buzz
3: and nominations but yeah. not for any actors
1: no which is or a director or a director no or directors it as art, it is in this film. art
3: direction for the first first time mm-hmm. painter guy and um composer or the yeah, score the yep. score and the movie yes
2: yeah, I think so. Uh, the movie didn't win Best Picture. I don't. No, no, it, it didn't. Not it
3: was the Best Years of Our Lives. No, but Score in our
2: Direction won.
3: Yes.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and definitely should have. Which,
2: yeah. yeah. So cool. That was the other side of this thing. I was pretty impressed with was just the music. I was like, oh, they're, you know, give or take. I think Swan Lake you see for a minute, like, the Red Shoes ballet, and and oh, uh, so good. Well, the first the first one was um
1: the
3: fire fire something.
2: yeah like oh these are it's very compelling so the other thing actually i had no clue what this movie was coming in same. and so when we get to that first scene same and we have the insane student unlock for the oh yeah thing.
3: yeah from the get-go i but thought this is fun already it's a teen yeah. movie I okay
2: somebody was gonna die well yeah they were really excited Mm -hmm. and then there's the kind of interesting like you know we're here for the music and we're here for the dance yeah yeah, yeah, that was great I kind of liked that but I was like what is is this going to be about Mm -hmm. and then I you know it took a bit until I was like oh it's about this ballet company of sorts and the people in it but
3: what I like so much about it is that that was so accurate to what the behind the scenes of a ballet company is they do have class every day. They do let all their students get first come first serve at these openings hmm. and get their seats that way. And I would
1: yeah. love to know were dancers ever this popular because they're treated like movie stars in this movie. Like there's treated like the, the part that was kind of unbelievable to me. I'm like,
3: in all the dance really? movies I've ever seen? Yes. But yes. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I was like, what, what dancer well, do you recognize on the street?
2: like touring, mm-hmm. you know, um, though. like there were names. Of course, I can't remember any of them. Sure. Like the famous dancers growing up, you kind of were like, oh, yeah, it's that prima Bolivar. ballerina. Lord of the dance. Yeah, there. I remember. They're, yeah. they're head of these things. Right. You know, just, they're just yes. names you, you hear. Right you know, the Russian ballet or something and you're like, okay, like that doesn't mean much to me, but their names became global. Yeah. Yes, so I think true. certainly in the European tour circuit we got to see. And with the shows you have access to, you know, at the time, I'm sure that was mm-hmm. they are famous ish. And they weren't getting mobbed everywhere. It was like they were in the paper. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. And so that I was really I wanted to I I couldn't find a a good like documentary on how big famous dancers were in the, 50, in the 50s or 40s. <laughs> I was like, we're like, oh, that'd be great. Um, let's talk about this camera, Pat.
3: Yeah, you guys okay. need to talk oh, about the camera
1: my stuff. goodness. Well, so te- thinking, well, I'll talk a little bit, and you can correct me as I go along. But I didn't know how Technicolor worked. In technicolor it's the triplane technicolor camera which means they're literally shooting three different sets of films and three different color schemes and then they then they pour like the opposite color over the top of it of some sort of i don't remember how that works and then they mix yeah. it all and then put it on another it's really yeah, intense like transfer
2: film yeah the transfer film and that's where you can choose how much you want to Red. take of each color
1: but this makes so much sense why those movies look so like they pop the blue eyes pop unlike anything we see today because it's just I, a crazy thing they did
2: i've been it's been really refreshing seeing this amount of color in these movies in a way where I'm like so into it right like we grew up and we're still in the era of desaturation and color so much to you as up the wazoo and so it's like color like wow what a novel thing like these high dynamic rangy feeling colors coming through is is awesome yes. like i it i think people got away from it they felt like it was too you know candy colored or whatever but mm-hmm. i think it was awesome. oh yeah
3: well and one of the two technicolor the inventors was it a couple that invented it I know one of them had a problem with how they were doing it. They're like, they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they stuck with it and still were really happy with what they'd done. But the ones that had <laughs> yeah, invented I, it were like, stop doing it that way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the DP, Jack Cardiff or whatever, yeah. was yeah. doing it his way. But it worked out.
1: Yeah. And Jack Cardiff was like the Technicolor master. Like, he's still considered like the best Technicolor DP ever. Yeah. But didn't he only work on, like, six
2: movies or something? Yeah.
1: Sad? And, well, no. Then he worked on a bunch. Of, like, he worked all the way until, what, like the 80s? Like, it went to a point where he was working, and they said, hey, don't worry about that. We'll figure it out in post. Because he was, like, the guy that would, like, fog up the lens to get a cool fade in. He For that shadow That was like grabbing at her. He took off the lens and so he put the shadow in front of it (laughs) so he could make sure that it wouldn't like distort that. So he was such a cool practical effects guy. And he's kind of famous for that.
3: It was amazing with nothing that we can use. to. I'm like no green screen, no nothing that he was able to pull off so much. I mean, yeah, Some of it was like, "Oh, how did she magically get into the show?" Oh, but that or was the, so great back then. But it was like too. cool. Like that's what I was thinking. Like <laughs> even really for the '40s, me. this oh. would have been cool. Oh, that no, or the yeah, her okay, like you're right. dancing he, in the background. Yeah, no. He worked a book. He worked I, forever, and he worked. Year. And Maybe look, at, look
1: at his discography because it's hilarious. It's like,
2: um, film.
1: Yeah, pull up some of his later stuff. There, it's almost comical the stuff he worked on. Compared to Red Shoes, which is this like visual masterpiece that
2: everyone has. Rambo on. First Blood. Rambo Part two. First Blood Part Two. Conan the Destroyer, Conan the Destroyer
1: Part Two. <laughs> I'm
3: I'm down Good for every stuff. Stuff.
2: No,
1: he's he's had a long storied career. When I was reading about him, I was like, oh, this guy's been around and done a few things.
3: He probably just had a really big chair to uh, sit in and give people ideas. No,
1: this fool is getting... So, by the way, this camera is like what four and a half it's feet each. by four and a half feet. It's just this monstrosity and they would freaking tie it to the ceiling, use bungee cords to try to like pull it along. They were constantly moving it back and forth. Every time I see a, a a pull or a push that's some weird angle i'm like or if it's shaky at all i'm like if it's shaky that means some dude not dude dudes are holding it trying to pull it forward and back probably on some janky lever And they're so lucky
3: no one's being crushed oh because
1: they could all get killed like so easily it's just hilarious like the stuff they did with that big old camera Mm -hmm. was phenomenal yeah, but yeah. Th- but that three plane system blew my mind. I'm like, well, no wonder they they do such a, like an amazing job of pulling out colors because it's it literally pulling out as much as you can from each one. It's like shooting now HDR, like when you take your yeah. camera and you shoot with three cameras and then you stack it on top of each other. We do we do it all the time for like real estate photography. But then you do it with these crazy high contrast, your phone like your phone does it, and they're why is this like burn my retinas Mm -hmm. when I look at it? That's why because it's taking like a high contrast, mid contrast, low contrast. Like that. Oh no, I don't like it for my wedding films, but I I but for this is different because it's film. It's not the freaking iPhone three crappy iPhone pictures put on top of each other. It's. Film, 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 and I will have to say the colors in this, although vibrant, weren't um, comic book or gaudy. If that makes sense, no, they were still very yeah, good. They were, good and they were tra- purposeful. They
3: did the reds as sparingly as they could for the fact that the movie is called the Red Shoes.
1: Oh, but those reds popped, man! Those red shoes were rad. They
2: were well used, I thought. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't gross me out. No, and, and like in a way, I think to me, like the searchers is so vibrant in its own way, like this, but but felt appealing and painterly, which you know maybe the art yeah. director, you know, his influence, kind of carried through with with the cinematography there. But man, I, I just, yeah, it was one of those where it's like, oh, why don't why don't people do this? And it's probably because they don't have the talent to make it, <laughs> to do it well, and so you color grade everything blue. it's moody it's true because now if
1: even in like the highest production value films you will just see him wash it one color or the other the closest thing maybe would be like a wes anderson film where he picks a palette and then goes contrasty as heck but even that isn't as vibrant as this because even like asteroid city i don't know if you guys have seen that one yet it's Mm -hmm. super
2: i haven't seen it yet it's super
1: like you can see the pictures and it's like classic Wes anderson but
2: he does like pastels yes exactly right right. so it's bright but it's it's the pastel bright as opposed to like Mm -hmm. feels vintagey
1: doesn't feel like but this
3: it's also like the equivalent of like matte versus glossy too the way it's kind of what i think in my head like no it's not like (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But,
1: oh, for sure. So the camera, the coloring, and the painter make this movie so visually stimulating. And oh, by the way, this the way they shot the dance scenes, I think I love... I, I'm not a thousand think. percent, but I think I love how they just disappeared, took away the, the crowd and the stage, and then... They shot some of these scenes like a movie, like like a horror movie for some of the ghouls coming in. I was so impressed by the angles, the shots. It felt very movie esque, but still, you were in the realm that this is still a dance. Yeah, unlike <laughs> "Singing in the Rain," where yeah. they went to that weird. i like, what is this doing here?
3: Yeah, but but it's like <laughs> yeah, like when Scorsese was talking about how he took that kind of. You know they don't go to the audience it's all about the stage and They're the all dance about the stage and he's talking about the raging bull in his first fight with Sugar Ray. So good. and it's like you don't see outside of the ring the whole time you're just in that part you know in his head and like the way he talked about it like and also I hated sports but I appreciated the choreography and so yeah. and I knowing how obsessed hand. he is with red shoes too it's like oh yeah. that makes sense now
2: those kind of whip pans as they you know as yes just keep getting closer. That was like he totally used that in raging ball. And mm-hmm. even just the void and you know there the speed at which that happened is very different. But there's a really good horror movie called It Follows that does a lot of scenes where you're just sort of slowly panning around and as you keep turning you can tell this thing it is getting closer and closer. And there is this like unsettling thing to you know. Every time she looked at a new direction,
1: the rules uh, are
2: getting closer. It's closer. called
1: Doctor Who, and it's the Angels episode. That's uh, what it actually. Can
3: I is. insert the fun facts here? <laughs> yeah. Our, oh, uh, tell wanna, me it's
1: Doctor Who. I is it really? Yes. <gasps> no.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Look so at me, Segway Marius King Goring, the guy that played Julian. Hmm, Julian. He was in, I think, a six what episode Christ arc it. of Doctor Who.
2: Get out.
3: In the 60s. Indeed.
2: 36-year-old teenager. He did, so, think how old me, he was did then. He have, Fast did he forward. have, like, whitish gray makeup? Like, oh, yeah. Oh,
3: for sure. The cakey Horrible. makeup was not great.
2: Hey, Pat. You- and then, same with Lamentov. Uh, it like he he felt like a vampire, and they like, treated him kind of like a vampire. Like whenever he was out in public, he had the big glasses on, his face was super pale. Yeah, oh, I wasn't yeah, a yeah, fan was of that. those glasses.
1: No, they were they were a little bit creepy. Very,
2: very uh, effeminate. Yeah. Frames,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I loved his sunglasses. The, Did you I was talking about the sunglasses? Yeah. Oh, I love those. Yeah. I've had yeah. a pair. those like them. Come on, come on, people. We know that. Um, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, real quick hey pat what's up (laughs) what's up with your is it it's probably me
3: you lost mine
1: says no one
2: else is in this meeting
1: oh but are you still recording yourself
2: yeah okay is this
1: oh shoot it just said allow so as long as you're still recording we should be fine
2: yeah i just can't see you guys that's fine now i see okay
1: so as long as you get your correction okay so i'm gonna do a big clap so i remember to edit this oh (laughs) stop
3: stop (laughs) I think we'll remember.
1: If I leave this in, it'll be hilarious.
3: <laughs> be good. Outtake. Do you voice. have your outtake reel going?
1: Thank you, Duff Beer, for that advertisement. And now we're back. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You know what are you talking about? We're talking about, uh, we're talking about 30, so 30-year-old the teenagers with glasses. glasses, the makeup. The diva the glasses.
2: glasses. Oh. oh. Well, yeah, just the makeup. Like, I get it when they're in the ballet and they have like the crazy makeup. I actually really loved his uh the super cut jaw makeup. Yeah. um, yeah, That that he has I think in in red shoes. Super cool. But then when they're supposed to be in real life, their faces are crazy tap looking for me. I thought like this makeup is they both
3: both guys were way too old for the part, but they did such a good job that they're like, Let's just roll with this. Mm -hmm. Like we recognize they're not the right
2: age for this but it was considered Jones, didn't really bother me it didn't bother me it was either. just the makeup did it's... <laughs> the makeup bothered me. but like the the fact that he was like a college student or something close to that yeah. mattered for that first scene and that was it yeah yeah he could have like, been like he a... is a younger person in his career yeah and hookers.
3: some of us go back to school later in life <laughs> some and of us o- never leave the school and that's okay
1: uh, that reminds me um, of the latest community episode I watched. Oh, sorry, we're going back to red shoes. Um, red shoes. So, you,
2: do you want me to do my uh my animationy?
1: Yes, please. Takeaways? This is no. called the Animation Corner with Mister Pat. We need a better title. Do we have a t- better title than that? It's
2: not great. I'll
1: ask. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we
3: need
1: something.
2: to. Yeah. Do a animators pan- do a panel?
1: Animators See. attic. Well. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah. I, so. And I don't know if I'll keep going with this trend, but I may be framing it with uh, some of the principles, the 12 which I'm not Ooh. going to name. Um, <laughs> not today. But like, so one thing we, we kind of talked about, maybe, maybe we talk about, to me the performance was so over the top. Not every character, but certainly everybody in the ballet, which I kind of loved. Like Boris, you know, as he, he talked, he's so mm, physical so with yeah. his mm. communication. Like he's pantomiming. He just happens to be saying things too and and like the movie wasn't really meant to be realistic and and it correct or at least you know that's my feeling obviously and i was shocked when we got to when we're doing the red shoes ballet and he does like stick the the ballet shoes into the the scene actually at first i was like oh how are they getting her reflection in this window dancing with the shoes on like there's a part of me was like oh is this real and then i'm like oh wait we're not doing the real ballet no. anymore. No. And she, you know, jump cut it into the shoes and stuff, but they just really, I think, leaned into that, which is, I think, why I was sort of disappointed that she and Craster weren't maybe more over the top in their roles. Like, they're pretty subdued compared to everybody else. They're sort of That's the straight performers. They really are the Performers. Yeah.
1: Um, Almost too And
2: had a quiet craziness to him, but, Anything. I think most of the movie had a very appealing exaggeration, and because it was so dance-centric, such strong what we'd call key poses, oh, just strong silhouettes throughout, right? Like, Ooh. how people show up in frame was never foreshortened arms. Like everybody was playing to the camera, yeah, all the time because it was choreographed, of course. Which is fascinating. The beauty of that stuff, and so that was great. And then of course the staging where they were, how they were lit, how they were juxtaposed against things. So, you know, the big ones to me, exaggeration, staging, and uh, key poses, but that's sort of the pose to pose. Or straight ahead. But that would be my animation takeaway through this movie, so, which I all did really love and thought they did well. So,
1: cause so we're not wrong and the two main protagonists were very under-animated in all things.
2: Unless she was dancing, and maybe that you could argue that was uh, a choice. Like she's so reserved when she's not dancing, and then when she dances, she comes alive. Mm-hmm.
1: What about him? What, not, what about the director? I mean, what about the um, conductor? The composer. Yeah, did he have a little um, more? Because sometimes he had some.
2: I mean, he was yeah, he was a little extra. But it was wasn't. Genesis
1: Pa What do you say?
2: Je ne sais pas. <laughs> Uh He. I mean, you could argue it was in there. I just felt like their, their sort of reserved Britishness took over for the most part. Um, and it felt more like they were talking, about, again, you know, too much tell, not enough show. They were talking about right. their interests and their feelings more than they conveyed them. Mm-hmm. outside of when they're, I think, in their music. And again, I think someone could argue, like, that's the point, Pat. Like, when they were in their. Passion areas is when they were the most heightened. But it didn't feel intentional. Yeah, yeah.
3: No. But even despite the the extraness, they I know part of the criticism of this movie in the originally was that it was so not British for being a British movie (laughs) because it was over the top, because it was extravagant and colorful and yeah. Yeah. They were it was very out of character.
1: Was it Scorsese who compared it to m- almost like an American Italian? Like it was like an Italian with the deep emotions that were just so gar- heart wrenching, which isn't very British style.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: you had this over the top acting as well. So it was almost it was almost like a silent film mixed with an Italian film. Bicycle Thieves, if it was a silent film, and they were dancing.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was also compared. It was also compared to silent films too. You know, they did so much without saying anything and kind of. Used that.
1: Was there blackface in this movie? Was there one character that had black, one background guy that had blackface?
3: I don't think so.
1: Okay, there was a. It's hard because there's so many. There's so many masks and things that are going on.
3: There were a I couldn't lot of
1: Because there was one. She was in the Red Shoes ballet, and it was great because. Uh, spoiler, spoiler, folks. Uh, the Red Shoes play also is basically this the theme of the Red plate Red Shoes story here. It's the you know, I'm gonna dance till I die. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Well can you
3: let kind of <laughs> a weird
2: always kind of a weird you know, what well, is there a moral? Like don't don't let your passions drive your life? Because 'cause no, they'll kill you. Like what don't, is what's the lesson? Don't just be around jerks.
3: <laughs> yeah, well it's not teaching you a good lesson. It's like you can only have one thing to make you
2: yeah, don't aspire yeah. to things because they might ruin your life. Yeah.
1: How the heck was she alive at the end to like talk to him? That's what yeah. I understand. That There's no she way. She
2: should have been hamburger meat. Yeah.
1: Well, she obviously didn't get hit by the train. Well, she must have missed the train altogether. Well,
3: this was also a 1948 movie. They're not going to show you her crushed body.
2: Except she very clearly dropped before the train got Yeah. Hit.
3: And he found her halfway down the train. Yeah. She he was in it. into the middle of the How'd train they tracks?
2: get her out of there? <laughs> she would have been and she glued had, to the rails. She had like smudges of red on her. Yeah. And looked, she looked great for having yeah. gotten run over by oh, a train she and fell off like a 60 foot balcony. She looked great. It's true. And it kind of was this weird, like you had to know she was going to die because you looked at somebody in the crowd and they're like, mm-mm. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. The right? doctors like, like thanks, like-
3: buddy. We could have figured that out. She
1: got ran over by a train. No one survived yeah. that one. No. Jeez.
3: It wasn't yeah. like a. Her insides
2: are liquid. She's Kid-
1: not gonna be okay. <laughs>
3: Kid's train. It. It was a real train.
1: Okay. I also kind of had. I I kept thinking about. I was so I was so annoyed that she killed herself. That that it rem- it was almost as annoyed as I was when I read. Um, oh, what's that? The Russian novel where she kills herself in the end, sorry. Anna
2: Karina? Anna Karina, mm-hmm.
1: oh my gosh, I read the whole book and I got to the end, I'm like, this is how it ends? Spoilers
2: for Anna Karina.
1: This is how it ends? Are you freaking, you're well, an idiot. Well, the people that
3: are reading it have already, Yeah, they are already gonna already there. read it. They're good. Everyone else has just started and they're not gonna finish. I was
1: so annoyed reading all of Anna Karina, getting all these characters, I'm like, oh cool, 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 and then, what? You selfish, what, why? why? Why did you go to this point? And that's exactly how I felt. I was I'm like, "She's going to jump off the cliff!" Like as soon as she ran away from the French uh, helper, I don't know. I don't want to call her a French maid, <laughs> the
2: but assistant? the the yeah. assistant, her,
1: she was yeah, running away. Yeah, I'm she's like, the so funny she, thing is, I'm like, oh, she's going for the window, but then she didn't go to the window, and she went a yeah, different for direction. A,
3: for a split second, <laughs> I thought she's gonna go catch him. She yeah, made me too. You Changed your mind? No.
1: Nope. Finding yes. a different balcony other than the balcony we saw.
2: Yeah. Anyway, well, and I think so that's so angry. You know, like whether or not the shoes did it and murdered her, or she was trying to commit suicide, I don't think they dealt and certainly I would, I guess, expect it, said in 1948 movie, they didn't deal with, like, mental health in any way that you understood that she was in a dark place. Mm-hmm. She had a fight. She cracked. And then, th- and then yeah, broke completely in a way yeah. where, we're like, whoa. Yeah. And to your point, Mariah, like, all that was wound t- tight. And I think that's where, like, Black Swan, you're inside of her psyche mm-hmm. throughout the movie in a way that, it all, like, it pays off yeah. In, in, like, a meaningful way. Where this, you're like, well, I had no idea. Which is, you know, unfortunately, probably how a lot of people feel mm-hmm. when something like that happens, right? I have no idea what they're going through. But right. as an audience member, you feel confused in a way that I don't think is ideal. Yeah. And also, fun fact goof, intentional goof, she shouldn't have been wearing the red shoes. No. She she was gonna put on the, the white ones and they had them out. how does those red shoes get on? Yep. According to the directors, they're like she just needed to be in them. Who cares? Yeah, that's
3: what I said. He's like we just we did it anyway. I know it wasn't supposed to be like that.
1: That's so good. Yeah. They put them on her themselves. Mm, they jumped on bah, 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 bah. They're like little gremlins of the feet.
3: Yeah. Another thing I liked well the first thing that I noticed that the was as the movie was starting, it's got the opening credits and all characters and events in this picture, you know, fictional fictional. and similar to people is just purely coincidental, but there are so many people that they took as inspiration for so many different things in this movie. Like certainly the, the honcho guy, um, is taken from like three different people including one of the directors you know he's has some aspects (laughs) of him in it too but i also found it so interesting that like so when she dies and he comes out all manic and crazy and says we're still gonna play this just without her and they play the whole ballet with just the spotlight that happened in real life (gasps) yeah yeah what 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 ballet so um where is it there was a prima ballerina anna pavlova who died unexpectedly according to tradition the performance of The dying swan was oh. performed as scheduled, but without no. her, part of it was lit by a single spotlight, and the rest of the show went on. No, so it wasn't like out of nowhere that they did this, it was something no. that happened. That was a-
2: wow. thing. Yeah, certainly once you read it, yeah, like you're like, oh, okay, yeah, can you I imagine being at movie, that show? No. Can
1: you imagine it's being it's at that so show? I <sighs> didn't
2: be super powerful, that would be cool. I think what I didn't. What I didn't like about it in this context was like he killed her, basically, yeah. right? Like he, and he I drove her nuts. And I don't I know, know that like, he
3: knew in that moment she that, was though. dead. He's
2: I think he was like, evil. she's just not going to
3: be here. She's dead to me. I've, Did no, they know she like, was dead?
2: Yeah, because you I see some you. of the background actors like crying and getting like escorted out. And,
1: she, and she'll never do it again, ever. I don't think it was yeah. like a...
2: He's... Well, but he told no, her I if think... she
3: walks out again, she can never come back.
2: I'm I'm imagining someone like the he French wouldn't, lady wouldn't. ran out and was like... She yeah, didn't go
3: she far. Down. Someone would have seen probably.
1: She went down a lot of stairs. News... A lot more stairs
2: than I expected. Yeah. Quite a few stairs. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was like, man, that would have been so powerful. But again, it felt gross in the movie to me because he wasn't he was yeah, cracking. Like we... He
3: was so manic in that this whole speech. He was yeah. yelling and. When
2: well, he should have been, because it's like yeah. his fault. It was yeah. great though, and I it was we're... so slow, to yeah. each yeah. word. Yeah. I, I. Shaking. In the you know in the real situation, to me that's super powerful and meaningful. Because I assumed that ballet didn't have to do with her unexpected death, right? So they're honoring her mm-hmm. in this, you know. And I, I think that the other dancers are certainly honoring her. But it just felt really weird because you literally Pushed died, her just to drove this. her to, yeah. to the edge, yeah. And so you're you shouldn't be there anymore. You should go jump. At did the he? Train, you know, did fine. he
1: or did her her husband? That's what I still can't get.
3: Oh, he had a hand in this it, This is a part,
1: he has always been like that, but the husband turning on her was the part that messed her up. I don't think, I still think...
3: Men are big it. babies. That's a hot take.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so You're let, not going to do what I
3: say. Yeah. Boo.
1: <laughs> let's, let's just say for an instant that He's like, "Oh, you really want to do this, huh? Cool." Or or like What? Well, yeah, you know, the escalation still was so confusing, but him being so black and white cuz why was he so upset at her for going back to and so that's why, yeah, we talked about that earlier.
2: Well, but. I mean, he was wronged by Lamentov, right? He was fired for it.
3: Yeah, and they agreed to leave together, and then yeah, got but sucked it really worked in. out better
1: for him. He's doing a freaking opera instead of doing a d- ballet, yeah, so like, it's not like it was doing bad for I, him.
2: Even if it ended in sort of tragedy, and obviously they're like, we're going to kill her somehow. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of got written into a corner in kind a of way, like, oh, shoot, we, oh, we got to kill her. Get to the point where she's going to. We're know, not be an dead.
1: American company. We got to kill her. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, but, like, you know, even if they ended up splitting, but he watched her perform and just realized, like, yes, this is
3: what she's meant to he's never do. never more live, but, like,
2: he was putting on this brave face that, I don't know. It was just one of those, like, we didn't get to see. Yeah. C- for struggling with not dancing, which you've seen that story told in other movies. And you have.
3: There's the one scene where they're both laying in bed, all their separate beds, because it's 1948. That was hilarious.
1: We and see them we, we sleeping together on painted. the freaking cart, but now yeah. when they're married, they're on two different beds. Right. What's up with that? Yeah.
3: Yeah. But, yeah.
2: Painted room.
3: But she's kind of looking off, you know, thinking yeah. about the dance, I'm assuming, and then he gets up and mm. writes a whole... Whatever, ballet.
1: Yeah. And then. Opera.
3: Yeah.
1: Opera. Opera. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah.
2: So, so the story. Like, yeah. Even then, she seemed. She's like, well, I'm with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's fine. And, and to me, it's like, why can't, why can't she dance other places? Is this the only ballet company in the world? Anyway, it just felt. Like not the only. not the best. Enough, we didn't get enough of that to mm-hmm. yeah. I think, pay off that moment. Yeah.
1: No, but as a movie, I just keep thinking, like, again, I'm annoyed by every love story that ends with, like, the Romeo and Juliet. I'm like, okay, we get it. It's love stupid. Uh, But then as a movie, I was so impressed with a dance-heavy movie like this being so interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found myself more bored in singing and parts of singing in the rain than I did of this. And I keep comparing it to that because that's considered the best musical of all time. Um but then Well and
3: then singing in the rain, it's also a production base. It's not just they're following the dance and the music. They're it's they're making a movie. Right. And in this they're making a ballet. Oh so that's the there's all the behind the scenes, the technical oh, stuff. I love that. And so I think
2: the inside baseball.
1: But yeah. this is supposed to be inside baseball of the ballet. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's I would argue well, I don't know more inside baseball, but the fact that all these actors were from dancers, not actors they're they're all dancers, dancers
3: that could is, act, not actors that could dance. Well, they were
1: dancers that could dance. Could, <laughs> I mean, they could act too, but yeah, they, they but they, they weren't really act, acting; they were just dancing in the background. No. But they're all from the, it's
2: the, like it's like dancers with personality London Royal personality Theater come here. And well, and, she... and I didn't that's where I didn't mind like the the two dance leads mm-hmm. who are so over the top. They're great. I, I love those guys. They were super charming, right? Like yeah. it fit their characters and yeah. so it was like And the yeah, costume pretty... designer
3: and the the other yeah. conductor and like everybody had a pretty great personality like you did okay. You did okay. And it's like it's, yeah, so it's like I'm kidding, you did
2: good. Yeah, no one but no one I think did... Outside of maybe uh, Moira Shearer, who was fine, and a great dancer. I think she was doubled for some really hard parts, but mostly she did a lot. Yeah, well, she's, awesome.
1: yeah she's great. I
2: mean, she was like, it, it wasn't like their acting took me out of it, outside of how period British everyone was, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, is How are you going to act? And how you sound. Mm-hmm. Say things, but it was just like, so forties,
3: but forties was very stylized. I felt like, and this was extremely stylized.
2: Yeah, we sure gave it to them, Jerry's, didn't we? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: I le- I thought the I thought the casting turned out great. I liked it. Yeah.
1: Oh, the cut, Yeah, I just can't get over. Yeah, the,
3: there I,
2: was the so much. The visuals are
1: so good. So
2: How yeah. much I liked about the movie, but at the end but i also like i don't think i love the mood. no those...
3: there's problems but they did a really good job with what was what they were delivering
1: oh i i yeah just, and i think it's so it's good. not their
3: fault that i didn't how show many musicals
1: crushed. have you seen like a trillion like i feel like between we've seen a lot of musicals right mm-hmm. but which musical aside from the ones we watch every year Holiday Inn and White Christmas. <laughs> is this
3: considered a musical if they're not singing?
1: I, I guess not, but it still feels the same, like, like, uh, s- setup. It
2: follows the same, like,
1: template. Sounds, yeah. yeah, same template. But um,
3: also, it follows silent, the parts where it's just the dancing and the I always, telling a story. The thing
1: is, we way. always have the Fred Astaire movies with, like, a singer, and then this one just doesn't have the singer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only difference between yeah. this and. You
3: know. It's not ginger. Well, we had it's
2: sang some.
1: Yeah, you know that's true. And we still had, mm-hmm, and it still yeah. felt like a so charming. <laughs> it still felt like a white Christmas or a, a holiday in because he's composing at the piano while she's dancing. So instead of he's composing at oh, the piano 100%. while she's singing, he's composing at the piano while she's dancing. So it still feels like the same true duet
2: of it all. Yeah, in, you know, a lot of ways. But this well, one
1: w- felt so much. Like the craft felt so much better at all angles. You didn't have those like cheesy moment times. You're like, okay, this is beyond dumb. Mm -hmm. But this is like, but every time I'm like, wow, this is a very visually stimulating movie, and some very hard to do shots. Not just I'm looking at Bing Crosby standing by a piano. Yeah. So like the cinematography is like so next level. Yeah, the color is so next level. The dancing is is incredible. The 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 story is. I mean, all musicals it's, are terrible for stories. That's- yeah, but but maybe that's kind of the, the 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 point of it. It's not like hijinks. There's no hijinks. Maybe that's it. There's no hijinks. There's no like. Because usually you, in these movies, you have some goofy hijink something. But there is none of that in this. It no, still feels. It's the
3: darkness of he, what's his face? Lermondov. Like yeah. The, those, Maybe he's Those a scenes grace. are replaced with him being dark and. Maybe that's menacing. this movie's saving grace. Like it, his whole mirror punching scene. Uh, did you hear about, listen to that, about how they filmed it? There's a cut, there's the a cut jump cut, cut obviously, yeah. yeah The cut, and they said it worked better than it would have I if they actually punched the mirror. I don't
2: know if I agree with that. I but, mean, that's what Sports AC said. I don't yeah. know. I I'll liked totally it.
3: That. I thought it was cool. I went back.
2: When that happened, I was like, did I jump cut? And I went back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yep. Well, because okay. he's and way he's,
3: closer to it than he was like at the end of it. You're
1: not going to punch it with your knuckles. You're going to hit yeah. it with yeah. the And then he just kind of wraps it real quick.
3: There's no real blood. They used it all on our stockings.
1: Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's like, please. The
3: fake blood budget was used. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then Leonardo uh, DiCaprio j- j- jangling. And his chains outfits. Like, oh, I'll show you. Oh, that was great. The kimono oh, thing. Yeah. What was that thing? He had some Greek.
3: Cool. When, cool.
0: When
1: when the composer walks in the, for the first time, he's wearing that <laughs> green. Comp- yeah. yeah. The only time, and, and I, they, they did pick the outfits quite. Um, they they were very good for each scene because the only time where he felt approachable he was wearing like that scarf and that like normal clothes but that was the only the time... One time yeah, yeah.
2: the well, rest like of when time. he gave her the part and yep. the red shoes
1: right? yep and then yep. after that he was
2: never looked approachable the rest yeah. even there's some there's just some interesting well one, the thing I really liked about the movie just the big swings visually that they took and like her dancing with the paper oh that's man great. and. So good. How do they do that? I wires.
1: And that was a different frame rate than hers Mm -hmm. because they had to like change the frame rate. Oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah, slowing slowing it down. That was cool.
1: I was impressed too because when they slowed down the frame rate, you didn't see any. It didn't feel wrong. I didn't didn't notice. They
2: were they were over cranking the camera, so for sure. Yeah, it looked good. It wasn't, you know, like, I think unlike movies in the 80s, 90s where they do fake slow mo, yeah, yeah. so it's all badly it. bad. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, hard. Uh, hard. What was our. What was our Asian? Boiled. Hard boiled. Yeah, oh, yes. Where we had a bunch of those uh... Uh, undercranked slow mo things. Yeah. But yeah, it's so great. But I think it just wasn't. It felt like a movie of experiments as opposed to a refined overall product. Again, like, I I'm going to show, like, Kira and Kimberly, like, the ballet. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at this dancing. Look at these, these visuals. I, the, the movie, though, it's like, no, you don't need to see anything else. Interesting. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. It, it To me, it doesn't all add up in a way that makes it better than the sum of its parts. But, man, the sum of its parts or you know some of the parts
3: (laughs) not the sum of the parts but some oh yeah well
1: I guess my question is for you guys then is what does this make your snobby movie list and does it make your top 10 list I think I already know the answer but
3: yes snobby not top
2: 10
1: yeah what is it even um I know we've only watched about 20 20, Movies on this podcast but Does this make you oh maybe 40 Or 50 i we're getting we're getting up there folks We could be up to 50 movies right now Um does this make your Top 50 Snobby movies of all time
3: Sure yeah 50 Yes
2: Oh Yeah I think so i think for re there's, there's a lot Of reasons You can include it like How it basically set how you film dancing in movies
3: the inspiration for yeah. choreography the
2: the archer uh, pressburger and whoever like the this directing duo yeah. being kind of iconic in, in yeah, yeah. british cinema at the time um the use of technicolor like there's a bunch of things where you're like okay yeah you guys did some very like bar setting Mm-hmm. in this movie for sure and So yeah and it's like you know it's a movie from 1948 if you haven't watched already watching it you're it's a little snobby. yeah
1: um also it's 1948 it it punches way past its year like if you told me this it, was 1965 i'd see like oh it's killer
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what i mean like there's something about yes
2: the craftsmanship is for the year yeah
1: i i feel like these are one of those movies much like joan of arc that you're like wait what year was it filmed
0: yeah
3: yeah yeah and i mean they're very obviously in the 40s but you wouldn't i mean it could have been a movie just set in the 40s it wasn't because like oh this is obviously taking place at this time yeah
1: yeah, I don't think this makes my top ten list, but it's one of those movies. I think of like stylistically, it's it's part of the the landscape. Like I put Ozu in his simplis in simplistic. Like you have to have an Ozu in your top ten because there's that he, simplistic he was influenced look. By right by this, too. by this as well. But then this has to be in the mix. Of like top 20 because it's, there's nothing like it mm-hmm. before it, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of like experimental dancey thing, but nothing as well crafted to change the way you look. To to film dance like this and make you feel like you're part of the ballet. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a movie do that in that way. Other than like jump cuts in crazy modern stuff.
3: Right. Well, and you think about all these other movies that came after that are about making it, you know, in dance or in the movies or as an actor. And it shows so much behind the (laughs) scenes. Yes. (laughs) Shows all of this, you know, how they got there, how hard it is, the struggle, deciding, you know, if you're going to pour it all into this or you're going to have a social life. And, you know, there's so many pieces that set up those great stories I mean, this for later. really
1: this really is breaking and breaking to electric boogaloo like this is basically the same movie
3: i don't know.
2: pretty much yeah I, I think the other thing i just really liked just I along those watch lines breakin'. was like gotta it was breaking. it wasn't you don't have to break <laughs> it was, i won't don't worry it was not just the dance right it what you saw the 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 art direction and the costume design and the composition mm-hmm. and the dance and the choreography. Like I just really liked that it was this more complete understanding of a ballet. Mm-hmm. And like I mean, I wish the movie was better because I think the premise of the movie is amazing. Like you have mm. your three leads, are the director, a composer, and your lead dancer in this quasi love triangle
0: mm-hmm.
2: dealing with this world of high art and the sacrifices you need to make and it's danced beautifully like there this should be you know a killer for me I wish she and fell in love quite...
1: with the the director that would have made the suicide more plausible to me if there was more of a love yeah, connection... was
2: too much of an impossible choice for yeah guilt or yeah something.
1: I don't know. That would have been a little bit... Is that too much to ask? Fall in love with the older guy? It is. Okay.
3: Well, I think... I liked that he was a monster.
2: Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, he was not putting on airs. Like, you knew who he was from the start, and he asked her very directly Mm -hmm. before she ever danced for him. Like, what what do you want? I think he... I think he know, felt like she was the- like
3: him, and then right, he was just so disappointed that she wasn't.
2: Yeah, he wanted another soulless dancer. Yeah, as he was I think, soulless. Did director. you have a thing? He kept talking about like I'm going to make you the best dancer in the world.
3: Yeah, you are not a he choreographer didn't help her dance. or a dancer. No, he
1: was just the name behind it. What was his power? Witch. I guess he did. He, you know, I got to give him credit. He made decisions like a quickly.
2: Mm-hmm. When, yeah, when and he forced everyone yeah. into creative constraints that made them flourish. I guess. I yeah. guess. Didn't they say the red shoes was like done in three weeks? Yeah, that's thought, true. Like, that's stupid. There's no way in hell this is composed and choreographed and put on in three weeks. And you're just swapping this every. They, and they did that once. They didn't tour the red shoes. They're still They're touring like, Hamilton. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that was what, twenty years. A lot
2: ago? of like sus, you know, uh throwaway of work. Like, don't you tour this one show? Yeah, they didn't even go to the States of, yet.
1: That's like, so funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like no, let that's done. Next it was one. a success here.
3: they are keeping it exclusive like it was in the movie. Yeah. No one else is gonna see it. He, only mm. here.
1: Oh. All right. Uh so is it snobby? see yeah. see i mean we, I, it I, is we 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 miss this new snobby is it yeah. the? Is it a must watch front to back
3: well i think you need to but i don't think you need to have expectation that your story's gonna be the thing that you love about it is there a better
2: no, and i think that's true of a lot of our snobby movies they're not all the best overall movies although this was no way for best picture Mm -hmm. there's an argument it was but i you know everything's got flaws and i think you just have to kind of go in knowing this will shine brighter in some areas than others Mm
1: -hmm. is this a movie that uh you need to watch if you're starting your path of being a movie snob how soon do you need to watch this
3: before raging bull
1: oh before raging bull
2: that's a good that's a good one yes that's an interesting thing that's good because obviously historically say, so influenced by mm-hmm. good one Ooh, i okay. like that
1: okay we're going to side, side conversation here do true movie snobs need to watch everything chronologically so they know the past before the present <sighs>
3: I think some of the time it helps. Like, but I wouldn't say you have to watch Seven Samurai before Magnificent Seven. I think you should watch them both to appreciate Mm. how they're both great. But for me, I I think it depends.
2: So if you could somehow wipe your understanding of modern cinema, then maybe Mm. watching it chronologically would be like the most untainted version, like, oh, and then they introduced these kind of techniques. Right. Yeah. But I think what's really fun about this journey is like, when we watch these things, we're like, oh, that's where these things are kind of defined and built mm-hmm. and referenced. And I, but I think if you, if you started from our modern sensibility you're going to be like these movies are boring. Yeah.
3: Well it's also like asking do you watch all the marvel movies chronologically?
1: Yeah. Always. yeah I one yes.
3: can you uh
1: just skip Iron Man 3 you? and
2: I did uh release chronological not uh timeline. Okay.
1: Yeah, 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 you got
3: to yeah, do release. That's where I release was not timeline. Yeah. I agree with that. I feel like I'm better at that.
1: Um sure. But let's—I mean, I didn't watch the new Mario movie until I watched the old Mario movie. I mean, it just makes sense.
3: Well, yeah, they follow <laughs> each other very well. It's the continuity. You need made... the continuity for sure. The
2: story might have made more sense in the uh, live-action one, but <laughs> it was more fun watching
1: them. Oh it. my gosh! Oh, this movie. Jack so
2: black scene.
1: God. Peaches never sound so good. This could have used a little Jack Black in it, I'll be honest. Uh, Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I just want to say that. I don't know if I've said that yet in this podcast, but That's I really nice. enjoyed this movie, and I enjoyed... It was easy to watch. Yeah, I and I didn't expect it to go as dark as it did. Because if, no. if this was like the usual mu- musical that I'm used to seeing, they get together in the end, they say, screw you to the bad guy, and they go off and start their own company and they have Bing Crosby. Sure. But I think you
3: know, you you have an idea knowing that the ballet is based on Hans Christian Andersen's story that it's going to be dark.
1: Hey, Little Mermaid was based off Hans Christian Andersen and that didn't go dark just because they changed it completely. And this wasn't made by Disney. This This was made by a British company. That's the other thing too. We have to like, that really made a big difference. Yeah. If this was made in America, I assume it'd be a totally different movie. And it would probably yeah, not. That'd be, be interesting. Yeah, was good. Even also,
2: if, did like I don't I don't know how much this happened before, like, but the meta of it, right? Like super meta in the show, like that was all pretty great. Mm-hmm. I thought
1: that was amazing because I was like, "This is oh, this is red shoes. Oh, this is red shoes being rich." I uh, I, mean, I see what you did there. Like I like at the end, I'm like, yeah. "Oh, no wonder she has to die." When you knew she was going to die, when both of them were in the room. That's when I realized I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing finally. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew she was going to die. But I had more soon. of
3: this I wish they would have introduced more of the turmoil earlier. You know? Sure. I think she should have had more of a fight with deciding to leave in the first place. And then I mean, I the
1: movie was already two and a half hours long, wasn't it?
3: 215. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, sure. some conversation with her husband about, oh, I'm kind of wishing I, yeah. I was doing this.
1: Yeah. yeah, but but I think you got all that. Yeah, you when do. she died,
3: you do. They, <laughs> they spell it out. You see that she's sad yeah. when she jumps. Yeah, no, take or when she's shoes. thrown.
2: Or when the shoes. Well, then, okay, her here's one last question, and then we really gotta go. Yeah, we go. Why did she want him to take the shoes off?
1: I love that. I love that because they've already done what they're supposed to do. Their purpose like, is over they've had yeah. her way with her so now they're moving I, on
3: i think she like she
2: was finally done dancing yes. i think she got That's dirt or gravel legs.
3: in there when she fell and it was uncomfortable <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, yeah.
3: he was like could you take my shoes off
2: pour the soup that was her feet <laughs> oh my
3: gosh these my feet are swelling
1: no i thought that was great i think that taking the red shoes off was perfect i'm like ah Way to wrap that in a nice little bundle so then they can sell them again to the next sucker. Because it's the it's the allure of fame, Pat. It's the allure of the next, what oh, do I, I choose? And that's where La La Land was based. Instead of a, a Red Shoes, it was a guitar. You know, that's the difference between... <sighs> <laughs> I
0: think we did it. stretches a reference real far sometimes.
1: Oh, I have not... Reference Monty Python or Holy Grail yet this episode. So I no. feel like I'm doing pretty good. So,
3: But Super Mario, you did. Ah,
1: twice. the And the live action. You better believe it. Ah, this guy's watch Red Shoes. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. It is the best dance movie. Yeah. It's one of the most, the best colored films of all time. I will say that. That's another bold statement. It is a sad movie so that it works for snobs because you know sad movies obviously are more snobby it's sad <laughs> yeah. it it influenced one of the greatest directors of all time and when are you
3: thinking
1: i was thinking scorsese oh i thought you were
3: gonna say or ozu.
1: Ozu. Ozu. and ozu too i mean same same uh ozu is more of a contemporary than just an influence though so that's kind of the same timing but it's one of those movies That you can't believe How good it is And how watchable it is Despite it being so old But it still is an old movie So there we go Folks It's still On your stardew list Because it's not going to be You know Your 12 year old brother not going to watch it probably I don't know Maybe it's not 12 year old Whatever
0: Depends on your 12 year
1: old Depends on your 12 year old We'll leave with that Sounds good Guys Signing off From the Make It Known studio This is Seth
3: Mariah And
1: See at <laughs> guys have a good one keep watching movies we'll see you next week with your next movie to become a movie snob bye guys
3: bye bye